or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of prafulla chandra ray the father of modern indian chemistry the first indian to set up a farming pharma company and the pioneer of modern chemical industries in india but ray was more than just a mere chemist he worked actively in the fields of education reforms employment generation and political advancement too he was a social reformer who fought against casteism advocated the use of mother tongue as a medium of instruction he was elected as the president of the bagia sahaya Sahitya Prashant for his contribution to the Bengali language. A man of simplicity who had no worldly passions and lived in a single room all his life at the University College of Science in Kolkata. His only passions were books of which he was a voracious reader. He read anything he could get his hands on from science to philosophy to history to classics and also polyglot to boot. The Montefiore Genie was born on August 2, 1861 in a small village in the district of Jessore now located in Bangladesh. He belonged to a rather well-off jamindari family. His father Harish Chandra Harish Chandra Ray was a man of fine taste, a good violin player too, as was his mother Bhuvan Mohini Devi. For his later liberal views, however, his father was branded as a mechcha by the more orthodox religion. Ray grew up in what has often been called the best of times, a decade between 1860 to 1869, an era that gave us Swami Vivekananda, Tagore, Madan Mohan Valviya, Lala Lajpat Rai, among others. In 1870, his father shifted to Kolkata, a new world for Prafulla, a new phase in his life. And along with his brother, elder brother Nalini Kanta, he was admitted to the Hare School, one of the more prominent English medium schools in Kolkata then. Prafulla and his brother were often ridiculed for coming from Jessore in these days. In those days, East Bengal was considered to be a rather backward place. Add to it, a sudden attack of dysentery meant he had to leave school and face an interruption in his studies too. However, Prafulla made good use of the rest period by reading English classics and famous works in Bengali literature. And he also learned Greek and Latin. After he recovered, Ray resumed his studies in 1864 at the Albert School of Keshav Chandra Sen and later took admission in the FA class at Metropolitan College founded by Ishwar Chandra Vidyasagar. With his father, with his father's financial condition in not a very good shape, Prafulla, along with his brother, lived in lodges to save money. It was at Metropolitan that Metropolitan that Ray would come into contact with Sir Surendran Pranji, regarded as the father of Indian nationalism, who was working as an English lecturer today. Later, in his autobiography, Ray would say that apart from the low fees, another reason for him for joining Metropolitan, now with Jasagar College, was Surendran Pranji, who at the time was an idol of sorts to most students in Kolkata. Having a keen interest in chemistry, Prafulla performed experiments outside college with his friends too, setting up a mini lab in his lodging. 
Soon Railwood realized his father's team of studying abroad when he got a Kilkris scholarship from Edinburgh University, one of the only two persons who got this from India. For someone ridiculed, ridiculed by his classmates for not knowing English, he had mastered four languages that was needed for this. In mid-1882, Ray left for England where he was received by Jagdish Chandra Bose who was then a student at Cambridge. Bose and Ray later would become pretty good friends for life. At the University of Edinburgh, Ray was taught by Alexander Crum Brown. In an essay competition announced by the University of in on India before and after the unity, Ray criticized the British rule for which he was not given the prize. Ray distributed copies of his essays to his fellow students, the general public, and also to John Bright, their finest parliamentarian. Bright acknowledged and also acknowledges the points raised by Ray in his essay. In 1885, he got his B.Sc. and later in 1887 his D.Sc. from the University of Edinburgh for his work on the conjugated sulfates of the copper magnesium group, a study of isomorphous mixtures and molecular combinations. He also got the Hope Prize scholarship that enabled him to stay for one more year and was also elected as the Vice President of the Chemical Society. He returned back to India in 1888 as he wanted to pursue his research and share the knowledge with others too. Science in India was infancy and there were really not much career prospects in chemistry either. Only the Presidency College in Kolkata was offering a proper course in chemistry with practical studies. The existing private colleges were too few in number did not have the sufficient resources either for practical studies. It was clearly not adequate to cope with the major advances made in chemistry in the last half of the 19th century. Also, all the opportunities were available only for Britishers, even those Indians in the civil service received far less pay. Someone like Jagdish Chandra Bose was allowed entry into the higher services on the condition that he would not be paid as per the grades. There was a rising uproar against his exclusion of Indians from higher services and the discriminatory attitude adopted. The British and Lord Bufferin came up with a patchwork solution of creating two services, imperial for the British and provincial for the Indians, and even then the pay in the latter was far less. Even though Ray had a letter of recommendation from his teacher Crum Brown and assurance from Sir Charles Bernard, member of Indian Council, all he could manage to get was a temporary appointment as assistant professor of chemistry at presidency. Even though the salary was much lower, Ray accepted it and worked in presidency till 1916 where he retired as head of department for chemistry. After presidency, Ray joined at the University College of Science in Kolkata, which is where he would go on to do his best work. He already had got an earlier invite in 1912 from Professor Ashutosh Mukherjee, the Vice Chancellor of Kolkata University, to join. He joined as the first university professor of chemistry, and by the time it was equipped with some excellent laboratory equipment too. In many ways, Ray was a staunch nationalist, too, primarily on account of the discrimination he had faced at every stage. Though he could not directly take part in the freedom movement, he gave all his support to the Indian National Congress during the non-cooperation movement. And most of the top Congress leaders, including Lalaji and Mahatma Gandhi, were regularly in touch with him. He had a particularly, particularly close association with Gandhiji in Gokhale and invited the former to Kolkata. He would often say, science can wait, Swaraj can not. In his career, Ray published about 120 research papers in journals of international repute. He conducted a systematic chemical analysis of rare Indian minerals, hoping to discover some of them as missing elements in Mendeleev's periodic table. He isolated Mercury's nitrate in 1896 and brought him international recognition too. Another notable contribution made by him was synthesis of ammonium nitrate in the form. Till then it was believed that ammonium nitrate usually underwent rapid decomposition into nitrogen and water. William Bramsey was greatly impressed by Ray's findings while W. V. Armstrong called him the founder of the Indian School of Chemistry. 
1902, he published the first volume of his celebrated work, The History of Hindu Chemistry, in the second volume in 1908. The motivation for writing this book was the great French chemist Marcelin Piri Eugene Butler, who wanted to know the contribution of Hindus to the field of chemistry. He wrote his work based on the Rasendra Samagraha, an ancient work on chemistry. Raised two volume series details the history of chemistry in India from the ancient times to the medieval period and somewhere around the mid 16th century. Renowned international journals like Nature and Knowledge praised the book highly. Ray started his Bengal Chemical and Pharmaceuticals, more, more popularly known as Bengal Chemical, to create jobs for the youth. And working at a in 1892, working at a stretch during odd hours, he threw himself completely into the project. His aim was to create the Dominics in India at a much lesser price than would have to be paid for importing them. Using the latest library equipment and professional management, he soon built up Bengal Chemical into a limited company with its own capital. Hailing from a rural area himself, Ray was always concerned about the life of people there. He would visit the huts of poor farmers, distribute socks of wood to them in times of distress. And the Bengal famine broke out in 1922 and the British were indifferent. Ray stepped forward and appealed for help from fellow Indians. In just one month, Ray managed to raise 3 lakh rupees for aid. Women gladly gave him their jewelry. Hundreds of young men volunteered to go and work in the villages on his call. Such was the appeal of him PC Ray among the masses that a European remarked, and Gandhi two more such ways with him, Swaraj would have come faster. He wrote extensively on a wide variety of subjects in both English and Bengali. His simple geology, geology in 1839-1893 is considered one of the best books on the subject. He frequently contributed in many periodicals like Basumati, Ananda Pajar, Patrika, Manasi, etc. And being a single person, he gave away most of his earnings in charity. He founded an annual prize in chemistry named after the great Buddhist alchemist Nagarjuna for a sum of rupees 10,000. He also instituted another prize for research in geology which he named after Sir Astosh Mukherjee and donated around 1.8 lakhs to the University of Kolkata for extension of chemistry department. And while he founded Bengal Chemicals, he did not accept any salary from it and he donated all the profits for the benefit of the workers. On June 16, 1940, 42. Ray passed away in a single room in the University of Kolkata, surrounded by friends, admirers, admirers and students. While a pure science enthusiast, Ray always saw the application of science for practical benefits. And living a Spartan life all alone, he was a true karma yogi who gave his all to the cause of Indian sciences. Rabindranath Tagore gave the best tribute to him, saying that it, were, it says in the Upanishad that the Supreme One wanted to be many. The urge was self-dispersal at the root of his creation. It was this kind of creative urge that Prof. Chandra Ray became many in the minds of peoples by diffusing and thereby reactivating himself in many younger minds. But this would have hardly been possible unless he had the capacity to give himself away fully to others. Prafulla Chandra Ray, the father of modern Indian chemistry, a true karma yogi, naman to him.